When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, traders, Akil Stokes here, and welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to share a few five daily steps for succeeding at anything. And of course, we're going to make it trading related as well. I'm so excited with how fast the podcast has been growing. It's been just over a month since we've started and we're closing in on 20,000 downloads. And, well, the podcast is featured everywhere. Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Apple Music, SoundCloud, CastBox, hopefully iHeartRadio soon. So keep up the good work. Keep sharing the show. Keep subscribing. And please keep leaving me those great, great reviews. Hey traders, Kill here. Today I want to do something a little bit different with the podcast, something that uh, I did a few years ago, obviously before the podcast existed, but I want to share a few some articles that I found interesting and, and really lend my opinion, lend my take on them. Now, I, this year has been a little bit different. Uh, for you guys that have been following my journey, following my career, you know that at the beginning of this year, there were some big changes, right? I, I went from working with uh, a certain company, a company that I was with for about uh, five years or so to uh, really developing and, and finding and, and starting a, a brand new company. So uh, my lifestyle has changed a little bit. That and, uh, of course, the emergence of my, my first kid, who's about three right now, where essentially I just don't have the same amount of time that I did before. So I'm still trying to figure out that that work-life balance and really that that work-work balance. Um, technically, I guess you can, you can classify this podcast as work because I, I, I market it and I promote it. But believe it or not, this is essentially an outlet for me. Um, you know, trading is my work and then coaching other traders is my work. When it comes to the podcast, when it comes to coaching track and field, although it is technically work, I kind of look at them as leisure activities. And um, another leisure activity that I used to do during the day when I had more free time was I used to surf the internet and find articles. You guys know that uh, my history and, and how I really got started with coaching really came from a website called Good Vibes, where me and a few uh, buddies of mine from college and high school just got together and, and shared positivity. We, we would find a, a quote each day and kind of read that quote to give us that that jump start each morning. And I really kept that uh, I really kept that cycle going, uh, just obviously changing a little bit more from just reading quotes to kind of finding articles that I felt were were positive or at least made me think. So as I get more time, I'm going to get back to my my article list. I've got a stack of about 100, I swear, because I've been slacking. Um, but I do want to share more episodes like this. And of course, you know, your feedback, this is a podcast for the people, right? Um, so your feedback is is um, is welcomed. If you love stuff like this, uh, 
let me know and I'll do more of it. If you hate it and you're just like, no, Akil, stick to the trading issues, then, uh, you know, let me know about that as well. But I think a good balance between trading and, and entrepreneurship and just positivity, it's all related. So I, I do think it's all should be involved. But today's episode um, was called Five Daily Steps for Succeeding at Everything or at Anything. Uh, and it was a guest post on entrepreneur.com. And I'm going to start off by reading uh, reading each step. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but I'll, I'll read uh, at least a portion of each step and then kind of lend my opinion on it. It seems that regardless of how well the typical American household does, as far as income goes, happiness fails to keep up. Has this happened to you? Looking back, did you notice that when you were younger, it didn't take much for you to feel happy? What separates people boils down the software. That's right. People who have obtained peak levels of personal success, happiness, and purpose simply choose to install a different software. They chose to program their minds in such a way that they were able to achieve a higher degree of success and happiness. Here are five daily steps that will have you reprogramming your mind towards success in anything. Step one, stop wishing and hoping and start planning and acting. There's a big difference between hoping, wishing, and planning. People with hopes have a vague, overarching idea of what lives they should be enjoying. They think some way, somehow these things will happen, but they simply don't know how to get from point A to point B. They contend themselves with the fact that things can change. Now, people who engage in wishful thinking, on the other hand, take things one step further. They're able to visualize certain things that need to happen for them to achieve certain things, which is definitely a step in the right direction. The problem is they don't have a concrete plan of action or a series of steps that would take them from where they're at to where they want to be. Planning is all about setting up concrete actions that you can do now and that will change your reality in the future. They take you from point A to point B because they break down that journey into specific steps that require specific actions. This is the power of planning. Successful people plan, unsuccessful or mediocre people, they're simply content with themselves and hoping and wishing. Now I agree with this 100%, and by the way, this is my first time reading through it, so all these opinions are 100% fresh, but I see the same thing in trading. Obviously you guys know that I've worked with thousands and thousands of traders over the years. Uh, many I've worked with on a, a closer level, actually helping them uh, learn and, and become consistently profitable traders. Others I see randomly on social media, on, on websites and whatnot or, or wherever. And I deal with traders of all different levels. And over the years, I've become very good at identifying what it takes to be a successful trader and if the trader I'm talking to 
has the traits needed to do so. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I fully believe that people can change. But in an industry where where time is very valuable, not even in an industry, in, in my life, right? This is kind of in a, a reoccurring theme of this podcast, that time is the most important thing to me because I can't get it back. I, I, get, I get one life, right? I get one life. I get one at bat. What am I going to do with it? Time is very important. And what I've done is I've tried to make it a priority to spend more time and energy on people that are going to give it back and spend less time and energy on people who aren't. So whenever I talk to you on on social media, through email, wherever it's at, what I'm really doing is giving you an evaluation, right? You are on an interview with me. I ask very specific questions in a very specific order. And what I'm doing is I'm gauging whether you are worth the effort of me giving you all my energy. And again, that helps me filter out the people that I believe have what it takes to be consistently profitable traders and those who are never going to change but just talk to talk. And that's what this first step talked about. A lot of people out there simply talk to talk. Hey, Akil, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be that. I'm going to achieve this, which is all great. But how are you going to do it? What steps are you going to take in order to achieve all of those great things in which you speak? I'm all for the talk. Don't get me wrong, guys. I am all for self-confidence. I am a, I am a big believer in you put it out there, you say it, and then you put enough pressure on yourself to back it up. But there's got to be a plan. If you want to achieve something, there has to be a plan on how you're going to go about achieving it. And if you're someone that doesn't have a plan, this right right now is the moment where you want to think about it. You want to work backwards. Your goal is to eventually have this. What? Quit my job, live on an island, whatever it is, blah, 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 blah. Buy a draft. All right. Start working backwards. Research how much that island costs. Research how much that giraffe costs. Research what it takes for you to 100% quit your job and, and live off whatever you want to live off. And then start working backwards. Okay, now how am I going to achieve that? How long could it take? How long will it take if I work this hard on it? How long will it take if I invest this many hours on it? Work backwards and start planning. Because without a plan, you will never achieve that goal, right? I mean, what do you, what do you think? You're just going to wake up one day and it's going to happen? Are you relying on a lottery ticket? I've worked with so many traders, and, and maybe I shouldn't even say worked with. I've spoken to so many traders who on day one, they told me all of their ambitions, their goals, and their dreams. And a month later, they're telling me the same thing and have made no progress towards it. I've spoken to traders who I I have given the most solid advice possible on how to go about becoming an independent, consistently profitable trader. And three, four years down the road, they're still in the same place. They've made zero changes, but they're still talking the talk. 
Now, I never want to say that people can't change. I never want to I never want to put a, a shadow on any of your dreams and saying that you can't do it. But if you want to do it, you have to start taking action. You have to start taking massive action and you got to start doing it right now, because if you don't do it right now, you're going to push it back and push it back and push it back. And then five years later, you're going to see that you're in the same position. Perhaps a little broker. Step two, back to the article. Step two, push for three daily wins, comma, at least. Now that you're focused on setting up goals the right way, I have some good news for you. You might think that your goal is too big, too ambitious, too grand. Well, think again. The truth is there is no such thing as an impossible goal. Increase your daily wins and the impossible becomes possible. Think of it this way. By thinking the impossible and breaking it down into doable portions, you get to do what would seem like an impossible dream. Let's face it. If Walmart founder Sam Walton had told the world early on that he was going to build a multi-billion dollar industry, people probably would have ignored him. Instead, he had the goal of becoming a large retailer. He took one small daily step and he stuck to it. Consequently, Walmart just got bigger. The rest, as they say, is corporate history. Now, I'm a big fan of going for the small wins. I don't think I've mentioned it on this podcast yet, but I believe in something called the Kaizen philosophy. And and the Kaizen philosophy, the word Kaizen is a Japanese word for continuous improvement. And I won't go through the whole backstory on Kaizen. It's a great story if you want to look it up on the interwebs and whatnot. But essentially, what Kaizen means is, well, instead of just shooting for one big picture and, and trying to achieve everything at once, try to get a little bit better each day. In the case of the, the Japanese, it was try to get a little bit more efficient each day. And if you can continue to make strides in, in, a, in a said direction each day, right, breaking it up into really, really small goals, really, really small wins, before you know it, you will achieve what the big picture goal was. So don't let anyone ever tear you down about celebrating something small. I get messages from traders every day. Hey, Akil, just got my first win. Hey, Akil, just took my first live trade. Hey, Akil, just followed my rules for the first time. Wanted to break them, but I didn't. And unfortunately, across the internet, you'll get made fun of for that. Because the typical response is, well, how much did you make? Yeah, I made, I, made, I made 10 pips. Oh, that's it? Do you really call that a trade? Was it worth your time? Right? Tear you down, tear you down, tear you down. Celebrate it. 10 pips, 5 pips, 100 pips. Who cares? It's not the money that's important. It was the point that you did something that you had never done before. You achieved a goal. Your goal was to get a winning trade. Your goal was to take a quote-unquote good trade, meaning one where you followed your rules. Your goal was to not give in to the psychological temptations of making a trading mistake. 
doesn't matter how big or small it is, celebrate it. Because as you continue to do that, you're going to get better and better. The turning point in my trading came when I realized that it wasn't the market or the system that was dooming me. It was me. I was the one that was taking my wallet and the, the, the trash can full of money and, and dumping it into the toilet and flushing it. That's how it felt, at least. It was all me and the mistakes that I were making, that I was making. And I remember I started tracking my mistakes. And you know, I don't remember, this was a so long ago. I don't remember how, how many I was making. But let's say that I tracked my mistakes and I was making 20 mistakes a month. Well, after I got to a point where I had lost so much money that I basically had given up on myself as a trader, I hate saying that, but it's the truth. And that's what I'm here to give you guys. I decided just finally focus on the process, not the outcome, meaning trading the right way instead of just trying to get as much money as possible. And I told myself, well, okay, well, I did my research. The one thing that's hurting my trading the most is the mistakes. So we're just going to stop making mistakes, Akil. But do you think I, I, I went up there and I said, hey, we're going we're gonna to eliminate all mistakes at once? No. That's like a, a person just trying to quit some type of addictive uh, thing, cigarettes, drugs, alcohol, whatever, cold turkey. Pretty hard. Typically, it ends bad, too. But I said, hey, Akil, we're just going to try and make one less mistake a month. So if you made 20 in December... January, let's try to make 19. February, let's try to make 18. And I stuck to that goal. And, and before, I, before I knew it, right, guess who wasn't making mistakes? Me. Guess who started making money? Me. Small wins, small wins. Step number three, stop making excuses, blaming, and justifying. Let's face it, life is rough. That's the realest statement I've ever read. Life can be unfair. Life can be hard. Things fall apart. What are you going to do? Are you going to wish that things aren't the way they are? Well, anybody can play that game. Anybody can look at reality based on how they think things should be. The problem is we live in a world where things simply are. So take it like a champ. The first step to making a dent in your personal reality is to get used to the fact that things fall apart. Get used to the fact that things oftentimes are disappointing. By simply allowing yourself to accept reality for what it is, instead of fantasizing about human nature in such a way that uh, you can be rescued from your daily circumstances, you're making a tremendous step forward. You are looking at reality straight in the eye and resolving to deal with it as it is. I absolutely love it. Life sucks sometimes. Life is not fair. Some people are lucky. Some people are unlucky. Sorry. All you can do is play the cards in which you were dealt. All you can do is make the best out of your situation. And from a trading perspective, I often see, I did, I did a podcast episode on this called Who Gives a... 
about your win percentage. I see so many traders that for some reason they want to have this super high win percentage, 90%, 95%. They could have the best system in the world. I believe I shared a story about uh, one of my best friends in that podcast. So make sure you go back and listen to it. But whatever their win rate is or whatever their, their expectancy is, is not good enough. They want their system to be perfect. And unfortunately, your system will never be perfect. Why? Because the markets aren't perfect. The markets are not perfect at all. The markets are a visual representation of us, the participants, human beings, or human beings that program computers. But at some point, there's a human element to it. And as humans, we're not perfect. Therefore, we should not expect the markets to be. You will not find a system that is 100% correct because there's so many moving pieces out there. This is 2018 right now, and for the last year, um, a brand new volatility factor was introduced to the market. I called it the Trump tweet. Never have I seen it before, right? Typically, presidents don't tweet, or if they do, it's the politically correct tweet. I remember as soon as Trump got into office, it was the Trump tweet. We'd see random volatility spikes during the day. Why? Not because there was a news event that came out. Not because we were at some important supplier demand level. Well, because our, our president decided to push that send button. And everyone reacted. The point is, your system is going to lose. It happens. That's not a bad thing. The question that you need to ask yourself or the point that you need to be concerned with is, does it have a positive expectancy? Meaning that at the end of the day, if I trade my system or strategy consistently, does it produce profit? And those losses? Well, those are just trades that are, you're getting out the way to make room for the wins. Historically, I'm about a 55% trader, so I lose just as much as I win. And you never see me flip out. Why? Because I accept it. I know what my system is. I know what I am as a trader. I know that it makes money. Therefore, I don't get upset. I don't judge myself by my win percentage. I judge myself by how much profit I get at the end of the year. And for me, that's all that matters. Step for number four, shoot for the moon once every day. If you want to hit the moon, aim for the sun. The truth is, the more you try to do the impossible, the sooner you become unstoppable. When you become unstoppable, you achieve greater and greater goals. Business tycoons like Jeff Bezos of Amazon and sports legends like Michael Jordan weren't born great. In the case of Michael Jordan, he didn't get much encouragement playing basketball in high school. People thought he was a mediocre basketball player at best. Still, he chose to take daily steps to push his basketball skills to the limit. And we all know how that turned out. As important as it is to hit your three daily wins every day, you also need to try to do them in such a way that they can lead to something big. I like this. Go big or go home. 
Not all the time, but every once in a while, take a shot. I do this in my trading as well. I call it the home run trade, where I only get about three or four of them a year. Typically, I'm a very conservative target taker, meaning my goal is I want to get in the market. I want to make some money. I want to get out the market. I don't really want to leave too much on the table. I'm not too aggressive with kind of shooting for that massive win. Again, my goal is to have my bank account larger um, at the end of the year, larger than when it started. I'm not here to get Twitter or Facebook likes over sharing a mobile screenshot. <laughs> but uh, every once in a while, I shoot for what I call a home run trade. And it's a trade where everything lines up. Obviously, the technicals line up. Sometimes there are fundamentals that are lining up with it as well. And just it, it, it it's a trading opportunity that has the potential for massive profit and the probability that we're more likely to kind of hit that home run than not. You know, think about it. I was a former baseball player. Think about it like this, right? When the count is 0-0 in baseball, the pitcher can throw anything, meaning that there's no balls, no strikes. The pitcher can throw anything. So you don't know what's coming. So you want to be a little bit more conservative. Either you want to watch the pitcher to see what he's throwing first. Maybe you take a few pitches. Or maybe you do a safety swing. Maybe there's two outs. You do a safety swing. But every once in a while, you get in the position where the pitcher has to throw you a strike. Where you have three balls, meaning that if they throw you one more ball, you're going to get walked. Maybe the bases are loaded, meaning that he can't walk you because that means someone's going to score. And you know what's coming. When times like that happen in the market, you take your biggest swing. Now, you may not hit all of them. And the risk is maybe you get another strike. Maybe you even strike out. But the reward can be massive because if you call it right, I hate using this word, but because we're doing a baseball reference, if you guess right and execute right, you can crush it, hit it out the park, bring everyone in. And if you can do that a few times a year, you're going to see a massive difference in your trading. I had one this year, um, not the biggest one, but it was uh, ended up being a 400 pip winner. And to start my year, my equity curve was good. I'm actually having a, a, a really good year to start off. And it was good before I added that trade because the trade wasn't complete. So my equity curve was in a slow, steady rise from the bottom left of my screen to the top right, if you can imagine, or if you saw it on the video. I added that trade in, boom, rocket ship, took off. And a few of those big jumps a year is all you need to have uh, to turn a successful year, a good year, into a great year. Finally, number five, congratulate yourself. According to my upbringing, it's always bad form to brag. It's always a bad idea to boast about yourself. While there's a lot of good reasons for this kind of thinking, I've allowed myself to confuse this thinking with the tendency to avoid all sorts of self-congratulation. I view any situation where I allow myself to feel good about my accomplishments as necessarily bragging. I got so scared of being cocky or being viewed as prideful and conceited that I never got around to congratulating myself. Big mistake. An iron rule of life is to get more of something 
incentivize it. You need to encourage it. Blocking yourself from congratulating yourself robs you of the power and resolve to succeed. By simply choosing to feel good about what you've managed to achieve, you lay the groundwork for further progress. At the very least, you replenish your personal emotional battery so you can take that energy you need and keep pushing forward. Program yourself in terms of superlatives. I am the best. I deserve the best. I can do the best. Superlatives are awesome because they are very malleable. The reality is the best to you may not be the best for somebody else. It might be horrible to someone else. Still, you are entitled to what you think is the best. And I think this sums it up. I don't think much needs to be added. We talked about celebrating all wins. We talked about having confidence. I would say this. This is the biggest difference that I've seen in my coaching uh, career. Something that I wanted to do for years is grow a great community of traders. And we've been blessed to do that over here at, uh, at tier1trading.com. The problem is when you do that on the open internet, you typically get more haters. And typically in life, again, 80-20, right? Even 90-10, really. 90% of people aren't willing to jump out of that comfort zone. When you say or do something that makes it seem like you are, Instead of congratulating you, they try to pull you down. And the internet is full of that. Wannabe people that aren't successful, that are scared to do whatever it needs to take to earn success themselves. So they spend all of that energy, instead of bettering themselves, trying to bring other people down so that they can feel good. Growing the community at Tier 1 Trading has been amazing because it's all like-minded individual. There's absolutely no negativity. Now, don't get me wrong. There's, there's some... Uh, there's some stern wording in there every once in a while. There's a, there's a few, uh, I don't want to call them moderators, but there are a few alpha traders in there where if a newer trader is doing something they're not supposed to, they'll let them know about it. And that's not a bad thing. You need to be held accountable. But it's all positivity. If someone brags it's not, or someone congratulates themselves, talks about, hey, guys, just had a, a 60 pip winner this morning on pound yen. There's no jealousy. All you see is congrats, man. That's awesome. Or even a, hey, how'd you do that? Can you, can you share the trade? Can you explain? And when you have that, that environment where you are allowed to congratulate yourself and it doesn't seem negative, it doesn't seem like bragging or, or you being conceited or cocky, it allows you to feel good. Shoot, trading's hard, man. Celebrate that win. Don't just focus on the drawdown, the negatives, the bad trades. Celebrate the good ones. Give yourself that confidence boost because sometimes that confidence boost is all you need to take that next good trade. And we all know you're only as good as your next trade. All right, so there we have it. Another Trading Coach Podcast episode in the books. Decided to do something slightly different with this episode and focus more on success and motivation and empowerment instead of just focusing on trading. Now, do me a favor. Let me know what you think. I'd love to touch on more topics such as entrepreneurship, real estate, investment, and again, just general self-help and how to become a better version of yourself. If that's something you like, let me know by leaving me a comment. Or of course, you can shoot me a message anywhere on social media. 
Hey gang, before I let you guys go, just wanted to say thank you one more time for all the support that you've given. I mentioned some milestones at the beginning of the show. We're almost about a month in and we've already reached or we're already close to 20,000 downloads and we're already being shared on almost every single podcasting app and podcasting site out there. And that's all because of you guys. Understand that this podcast is for the people by the people, meaning that you guys ask the questions, you guys leave the comments, you guys create the content, I just deliver it. And it's pretty cool to know that you're at the forefront of something big. You guys are building the foundation of what will be the biggest and best trading podcast ever. So before you head out, tap yourself on the back, just say good job. And uh, we're going to keep banging out hot episode after hot episode after hot episode. I'll see you guys next time.